Generation X Paranormal. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hello, everyone. So uh, a couple quick things. Uh, some we're doing pretty much at the beginning of all our videos for a while. Um, you know, if you're if you're listening to us on the podcast, please follow. And if you're watching us on YouTube, please, please, please subscribe. We're just trying to build up our audience so that, you know, hopefully they'll boost us into the whole algorithm and all that crazy stuff. But <laughs> anyway, um, thanks for being here. We're excited to have you guys. Mm -hmm. um, so. When it comes to the subject we're about to, to talk about, there's there's always a, a very healthy amount of both skepticism and acceptance and being able to kind of wrap your head around it. So, um, but yeah, this this episode, and again, as I always say, if you clicked on the picture, you know what we're talking about. We're talking mm -hmm. about uh, psychic medium and, and the ability of having psychic abilities. And we have a great guest on, by the way. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where, I just urge people to, to, again, we don't force belief on anyone. Mm -hmm. We don't do anything like that, but always, I always try to keep an open mind on it. Um, and I'm, I'll be perfectly frank. I, I I'm a bit on, I was very much so on the skeptic spectrum in the beginning. And, you know, after, you know, being doing the, what we do, doing the show, you know, we've talked to a lot of great people that, you know, that have at least opened up the opportunity for me to start accepting some of those things and, and just, just trying to get a more visceral look on it. So, and maybe it's not what you think it is. Yeah, exactly. You know, we can always learn every day. We can learn something new for sure. But, yeah. uh, but anyway, we're talking to sunshine today and she's a, she's a psychic medium. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about sunshine? Yeah. She's not only a psychic medium, mm -hmm. so she's also a soul healer, a spiritual advisor, a shadow worker, an eclectic witch, a practiced magician, and she's the founder of Sunshine Readings. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, hopefully she'll um, tell us a little about all that little stuff and maybe explain some some things. There, Most of it I'm aware of. There's a couple things that I don't know what it is. So. All right. Well, let's, yeah. uh, let's talk not to waste her. any time. Let's bring her on, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sunshine, welcome to Generation X Paranormal. How are you? I am doing fabulous. How are you doing tonight? I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, a we're, good day. It was yeah, warm. <laughs> it was warm today. We're in Missouri, so yeah, we're definitely in Every the, day's different yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I'm in Michigan, so I think we had like 30-something oh. degree, low 40s, but a couple weeks ago, like a week and a half ago, it was up to 70. Yeah. So. Wasn't yeah. that insane? Kind of I think we hit like 80. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went down to like 32, and yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> for all well, the migraine sufferers we love it yeah oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I get them too allergies the whole nine mm -hmm. they keep kicking up mm -hmm. oh yeah it's good stuff <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um again welcome welcome to the show we're so glad you joined us um been excited to have you on we, we were you know looking at your profile and all the things that you do and you know it's it's really amazing um kind of with that can you tell us a little about yourself um yeah i can tell you i can talk for the whole time about myself if you like <laughs> um well you said my name's sunshine so i typically go by sunshine the pink-haired psychic medium high priestess reiki master and recently added on uh headmistress to illuminate the unschool of witchcraft 
Um, I've oh. probably been known longest as as the, as a, a, a psychic medium, though, which I think is right. the reason why you guys connected. So, I mean, I I do this. I jokingly say that I do all this by night, and I'm actually by day a formal product manager and operations specialist. Oh, <laughs> nice. I'm, yeah. I have a very like logical kind of left brained and then I step out and throw my cloak on and walk <laughs> off into the night to do this. It's so funny you mention stuff. that because I, uh, <clears throat> I'm not just a podcast per, uh, extraordinaire by day. I'm actually a senior network engineer. So I also have that like deep analytical part <laughs> and then I kind of have to split screen and get myself into uh, a whole different way of thinking, you know? Oh, yes. Yeah. I thankfully I'm, I'm very blessed that I'm able to kind of compartmentalize where my corporate is on certain days. And then, you know, I work a reduced schedule and, you know, my other days are just my business. But it can get a little crazy when things get really wild. And I'll be like, I'm, I don't even know what day it is and what weighs up. And when I got sick, I said I came out. Oh, yeah. COVID. That was a, a rough one. <laughs> For sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. That, that's a rough thing to have. I mean, no matter what incantation or however it hits you at what particular time, it kind of takes can throw you, you out. down. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was a shock to me. That was a shock to me. So you, you asked, you know, who I am. That That's that's kind of me in a nutshell. Um, I live in Michigan. We were talking about where we live. So I'm actually mm -hmm. located in the metro Detroit area. I've been here all my life. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, I, I love this has been a thing. Like I've, I'm on this paranormal kick again. I mean, I've been on these paranormal kicks for years most of my life but back to watching like ghost adventures and i'm like yeah. i need to go find some more folks to talk to about paranormal yeah. stuff <laughs> for sure <laughs> well and it's one of those where <clears throat> you know our audience ranges from so many different top mm -hmm. walks of life and even dogs that you know shake while you're talking and <laughs> uh, but all 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 across the spectrum you know there are people that and we talked briefly before we got started that most of them are kind of skeptical about a lot of things, but they definitely have that like they've either been through an experience or they're, or they're really kind of just branching out where they go, okay, there's these set of things that I believe, mm -hmm. but then there's like these little subset of things that just I'm not 100% sure about. And we found since we started this show, it's those people right there that just, I mean, there's like this constant, you know, uh, f even flow of information back and forth and you know, I'm not saying I'm converting anybody to anything other than, you know, they, they, they'll probably still remain skeptical on most things. But, you know, it's just it's interesting because it hits every walk of life. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. You say the word skeptical and what I keep hearing in my head is curious. Yes. Yes. Curious. That is a curious, very, right? very because good way of saying I, that. You know, I think if they were truly skeptical, like if it was purely skepticism, they wouldn't be wanting to devour the information so much. Right. right. Skepticism says, yeah, cool. Got it. Not my jam. But curiosity, right, says, like, mm -hmm. tell me more. What is right. this? What could it be? Hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't and know. That, that's very true. The that search is, for answers. Yeah, that is a very, mm -hmm. very true. And, and I'm sorry for any noise, but our dog was searching for a place to lay down during that time. So <laughs> <laughs> but he's laying down now. Um, so I guess kind of breaking it down there, can you give, I guess, the portion of our audience that may or may not know a little bit about what psychic medium is, what it means to have psychic abilities and kind of how you be, how you noticed your psychic abilities and kind of what, what got your interest in there. Yeah. 
Well, there's a couple of things that I'll, I'll share with this. I First off, I believe every single individual that walks this earthly plane has psychic abilities. Yep. Uh, not everybody knows and understands how they show up for them, and therefore they really don't know how to leverage and use them. And so these folks that we just described even as being curious, I think a lot of times what ends up happening is they have psychic abilities that are hit, and they don't know how to explain that. So they, right. their mm-hmm. curiosity keeps coming back to try to find answers. Right. So... Um, so as far as psychic abilities go, our psychic abilities are, are tied to our senses. So we have our five senses of sight, you know, hearing, tasting, smelling, touching, right? Uh, and so there is a psychic component to that. There is an opposite, like a psychic, you know, it's clairvoyance, the ability to see in our mind, right? Hear, taste, feel. Um, there's also another psychic ability that's referred to as claircognizance. Um, I actually like to say this is the like psychic ability of, of the true sixth sense, Um, which is this just, I know, you just know things. A lot of Mm -hmm. moms will equate this to mother's instinct, right? They just know. Mm -hmm. Um, They just, I I don't, don't ask me, I just know. And that's claircognizance. And so the way I always explain it to people is every single individual that's going to be acting as a medium, that they're going to be working as a medium, they're going to be leveraging their psychic abilities in order to connect to spirits that are on the other side of the veil. These can be past loved ones. These can be elementals. These can be angels. These can be ascended masters. Uh, These can be aliens. Mm, That's a new one. Any etheric or any type of entity that we cannot see with our physical eyes, a medium Mm -hmm. is able to tap in and connect with based upon their psychic abilities. Um, And so there is, you know, if you talk to people that are, you know, that, have these gifts, what you'll find is every medium is in fact a psychic, right? But not every psychic will choose to be a medium. Okay. Right. Because connecting to other entities and energies can be overwhelming. It can be draining. It can be dangerous. Yeah. Right. If you've got, you know, folks here watching, anybody's ever watched, you know, paranormal investigations and like, I said, I'm back on ghost adventures, right? They talk Mm -hmm. about oppression, you know, demonic Mm -hmm. oppression, demonic possession, like the stages of it. And it is real. It can happen. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's a, yeah, it's a, it can be a dangerous thing. And so some people will choose not to. And it also requires an emotional capacity for other people. Okay. Because if yeah. you have someone sitting across from you that is looking to connect to their loved one that they haven't talked to in six months, a year, five years, 20 years, right? And they're looking for some kind of closure. They want comfort. And if you don't understand that your responsibility as a medium is not just to share a message, but it's also to bring them a sense of peace and comfort. Right. Well, you mm-hmm. could be missing half of your job. Right. Right. So yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. There's kind of like that. I guess maybe there's a better word, but kind of that symbiotic relationship that you go into it, knowing that, yes, you're, you're connecting, but you're not just connecting to something that that person was a living, breathing, Mm -hmm. you know, there is obviously a connection still on this side that is very important to them and, and vice versa. So uh, that's great. You know, I, I watch some of these shows and, um, there are some where, where there are psychic work being done, psychic medium. And you just, 
I don't want everyone to say anybody's doing anything, you know, you know, not above board. I understand that there's so many different levels to things that are being done, but oftentimes I, I, I do sit back and I'm sure other people do too. And maybe you do too, where you're just like, okay, there's a little too much Vegas showmanship going on and not enough, you know, connection, that connection that you were just talking about between the, the service that they're providing and that symbiotic connection with the person that they're connecting to. Mm-hmm. And I find that, I find that somewhat upsetting at times because there are definitely shows out there where you go, okay, this is, this is definitely not, I don't consider this true to that particular uh, ability. Um, but then again, I, I'm not saying I would be able to do that either. It's just, you know, especially yeah. with, uh, there are definitely ones out there. I won't name them, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I respect their craft and I know it's very difficult and putting yourself out there is very hard, but, but yeah, I, I guess that's a very long winded say way of saying, I appreciate the fact that you make that connection. Oh, I, 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 th- thank you for recognizing that. And I, you know, to the sentiment that you kind of share, we we can still do this as entertainment. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if I'm going to go and I'm going to sell a room of 5,000 tickets and I'm going to sell a mediumship gallery reading, I'm not going to be able to connect with every individual that sits in that audience. It is more right. of right. entertainment at that particular point. Yes, absolutely. Right. Um, And so I do think that there are some folks and and don't get me wrong, like there's still value and benefit that I think a lot of them can provide. Um, And for me, and not going to lie, I actually enjoy it because if they're impossible to like, then maybe they're going to reach out to the little less known psychic medium that's (laughs) a little more affordable and they can meet with one on one. You know know what I'm saying? Um, I can appreciate it even from that perspective, but I'll there's this other thought that popped into my head as you were kind of sharing that, that, you know, the universal law includes the the law of duality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if there are folks that are like me that are here to truly bring that connection and bring that comfort and bring that peace and be of this, you know, be this healer on this earthly plane, there's probably someone else that's, there's probably my nefarious twin out there wrecking havoc in the world too. Yeah. Right. Um, which yeah. is a weird thing to kind of state and express, but you know, the law of duality does mean that, you know, there are going to be some folks that aren't probably on the up and up that are out there. Right. Yeah. And I definitely, I know exactly what you're talking about. Almost that yin and yang, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, for every, you know, I, I guess I'll equate it to a movie I like a lot called Unbreakable. I don't know if you've ever seen it with uh, Bruce Willis and anyway, long story short, one guy was indestructible. The other guy was made of glass and well, not made of glass, but you know, had bones that were easy to break. So yeah, that duality is quite amazing because um it's it's actually something, and this is this is something I don't often talk about since this is the topic we are talking about. Um, I I wrestle a lot with that. I've got I've got a lot of moments where I don't want some of the things that I like if I go into a place that that has a lot of attachment. I can feel things when I walk into certain places. I, I, I know it's probably not the right thing, but I often like push it away. I don't want to feel it. I run through it just kind of like with blinders on um, and, and just try not to pay attention. And it's something that I've been wrestling with, you know, especially in the last couple of years that, um, you know, I know that's probably not the wisest thing to do. And I'll be honest with you. I am, I am somewhat skeptical 
I kind of walked into this, uh, this particular part of my life thinking, no, it's probably just me, you know, being able to read situations, being able to be analytical and do all these different things. But I also realized that there are sometimes I can't, there are things that I have, I have shared with, with Nicole that Mm -hmm. when I've said it, these things would come to fruition later. And I just don't know whether that makes me incredibly great at trying to read a situation, how things might play out, or if I'm kind of tapping into that. So yeah, it is definitely something I struggle with for sure. I think there's a lot of people that struggle with it. Now, I'm just going to address kind of what you said around the whole, is it wrong, right? Um, The way you described, if you can walk into a building and feel the energy, if it feels heavy, right? Um, Same thing, you know, you watch these paranormal investigators and they'll start to say, I feel these things. That's typically Mm -hmm. a, a, um, they have strong, clear sentience, they, 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 they literally, if some other energy steps into their auric field, they can feel it, right? Um, the challenge is if you have very, very strong, clear sentience without like being aware of it, that's where people end up becoming empathic and start to become impacted by the right. actual mm-hmm. that energy that they're feeling up, right? And they don't have the right protection up. So like the fact that you're going through like blinders to me tells me instinctively, like your own intuition knows that that's your way to protect, to make sure right. that you're not taking anything in, right? So right. I don't think there's any, any, anything, you know, wrong with that. Um, you, you made another, you know, sentiment there that kind of talked about like, I don't remember exactly the words, you, but like, is this you picking up on stuff? Is this, you know, are, it, you know, what is this? And so there's this really kind of frustrating sentiment that I, I share with people. Um, we have our, this big gigantic brain that's able to capture information really from two places, our memory, mm-hmm. right? Which is everything that we've possibly been, been able to every done experience, all of our knowledge, our skills, everything great. And then, the divine, right? Mm-hmm. the universe, our connection right. to source, your guardian angel, God, Jesus, whoever it is that you want to talk to, right? Mm-hmm. We can get information from both. And guess what? This up here can also go reach into all of your knowledge, your experience, your memories, and it can pop that in, hmm. right? Yeah. So like, I, I literally, I told one of, uh, one of the folks in my program recently, she was, it was funny, we were doing this practice session and, um, she kind of like belittled herself because she's a psychotherapist and she goes, Oh, I, I'm a, I, I'm worried. I just gave you that advice just because I'm a therapist though. And I like mm. pause and I, and I was like, but wait a second. Like you are, you have all this knowledge. Like, no, like the divine gave you that message through your experience to share with this person person you just shared it with so like i people want to think that like our psychic gifts come through in these like i'm downloading and it's right Right. yeah Yeah. it's like no they're so subtle it's so unbelievably subtle how these things show up for us it's like you know you're you're a systems engineer right you're a network engineer Mm -hmm. it's something like along the lines of you sit down there's some kind of outage you can't figure it out and you know for a fact that you could be at it all day this could be hours long Right. And lo and behold, you're like, I'm going to go look here. It's 30 minutes and you just fix the issue. Happens a lot. Yeah. 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 All right. That is that is not coincidence. That is like you 
are divinely inspired in your job. Same thing as a software product manager. If you don't think these gifts have given me the leg up throughout my entire corporate career, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Made me good at what I do. Like, wow, how has she always managed to get the winning landing page? Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um well, that's really interesting. That does hit pretty close to home. Um and I think most people probably just ignore that. Yeah. You know, the little thoughts in your head. Cause I you know, I'm good at certain things too. Yeah, you are. I mean, but you don't you don't think about it coming from there. Yeah. You know? For sure. And I know you struggle with it too and it's just I do. Not as much as you. I don't I'm not that but there's been little weird things that have happened to me too. Yeah. Yeah, for but sure. Masculine the, energy like men and I, I you know I say I, 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 I men by default, you know, I pretty I try to be pretty um, exclusive, but people that have a very dominant masculine energy in them by default, kind of struggle to accept these gifts. I've just, yeah. when I'm working with men, you know, or pe- folks that are identifying for, they have this other challenge that they go through, right? Mm-hmm. Because they've got to go through kind of like, am I going to be seen as not masculine? Is it like, there's just this piece that they go, it's, it's normally subconscious. Most mm-hmm. of the guys don't even recognize they're going through it, but yeah, it's just not, you know, like I said, mother's intuition, it's not father's right. intuition. Right, right, right. Women have just historically been known uh, to accept and embrace these gifts um, or not question them, really, Mm -hmm. right? And do you find that it passes down from family member to family member most of the time? Or like, what is the percentage of that? Well, I don't know about percentage. I've never done. Don't you, you... you, you are talking about somebody that in corporate loves some data. So you just have like, research study now. We'll talk numbers. Um, I know. Hmm. Uh, I don't know about an, an exact percentage, but let me ask. So if we were to say they're giving me, they're oscillating within a number between 70 to 75%. That's really high. Out. Yeah. It's, well, it is pretty, it is pretty. I mean, I have historically what I've seen, and mm-hmm. this is the, this is the, the, the caveat is people, It doesn't just, it doesn't always show up just as a psychic gift, Mm -hmm. right? Like just somebody in the witchy, wooey, magical space. It can also show up as a very devout religious person. Right. So very devout, right? Because they're, they're connected to their God. They're connected Mm -hmm. to their source. They, they're right. So they have the same type of, you know, things. My, my grandmother, devout Catholic woman used to talk to the angels. Okay. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Used to talk to the angels. So it's not just um, it doesn't just pass down like one psychic medium to another. It can also pass down in that in the over like zealous kind of religious or spiritual. Um, and it can also pass down in a very um, fearful way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interestingly enough that they just my, my guys just said where if folks are very, very aghast against it, like, no, don't do it. They might not even be Christian. They may not even, interestingly enough, they've had some experience that really shocked them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're now trying to make sure that their children or things of that nature aren't, aren't doing it. So yeah, it, okay. that's another sign that it, it could be uh, showing up in the family too. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. interesting. And I, well, you should, you should tell her about which one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, your grandmother. Well, my grand my grandmother was, and I'm not sure how 
how familiar you are with this cultural, um, I guess, moniker. It's not really a moniker, but she was a curandera. And um, she she very much so was in touch with um, very earthly. Um, and it's really difficult for me because I grew up a skeptic, so I, I never really tapped in and talked to her about it. But she she would do these, I wouldn't say rituals, but yeah, okay, maybe a ritual. But when we would move in certain places, she had this thing where she would put three bowls down with three eggs and she would crack these eggs. And then, you know, I remember one very vivid time, one came up bloody and then she saged the entire house and it was, it was something to behold. And then, you know, also like uh, a praying mantis, she was very, very like almost to a point that she would, she was somewhat fearful of them, but she was very respectful of them. She was very in touch with a, a, a world that, that wasn't necessarily tangible that someone can mm. can measure, I guess. Mm. And um, I, I think there, some of that came down the line. To grandma, you start talking to grandma, you'll start hearing her. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I, like, she when I no, I'm not like no joke. I tell people when you have someone on the other side that you personally knew that you were connected to that had those that had this level of like, man, you literally have like a BFF in the afterworld <laughs> that could like feed you and talk to you and start to connect and, and help you groom and, and like, and like, it, like truly, um, you know, bring more power into any of those gifts. I mean, it's the number one tick trick that I teach anyone. If you can, if you know, you have someone on the other side of the veil, start talking to them because by golly, you will faster than you'd realize. It wouldn't surprise by the end of the year. If you talk to grandma every day, multiple times a day, you'd be dreaming about her, hearing her and seeing her by the end hmm. of the year. Yeah, that would be, I mean, for, for one, many reasons, just be nice to see her again, but you know, it's, uh, it, it is definitely one of those things that um, and if you don't mind me kind of bringing up a little bit of what happened this year, not too in depth. No, but, that's fine. Um, there are times where, um, say, for example, this last Easter, um, I just had this feeling that that Nicole had to go visit her family. So I couldn't put a finger on it, couldn't understand why. But it was like this sense that after this particular point, something was about to change. And I didn't know what it was. And I knew that if she couldn't capture that moment right then and there. She was going to regret that. Well, uh, it's hard, to, but two weeks later, my aunt passed away mm, and it was the last time I saw her. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, sorry, I didn't mean to. So it's okay. I'll, <laughs> but, I'll, I'll, I'll get better. Go keep talking. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's those certain things that, that I've always really kind of wrestled with and it's not the first time. And unfortunately probably won't ever be the last time, but it's those things that, that really, I guess I just kind of live a little bit in fear of, I, I don't know. What um, is, is it? Is, is that why you wrestle with it? Because it's scary. I don't know that it's scary. I, I don't, I don't find that I'm scared of, of that sort of, of existence. I, I am very much so a believer. I believe in, in a lot of, of different things in the paranormal. We wouldn't have a show on it, but, <laughs> uh, but um, I think for me, the fear is, it's not really a fear. It's more of a fear for someone else. Like there are many times where I will have oh. that feeling about a situation that I felt like if I said something, maybe that might upset somebody else, or maybe that, that would be unappreciated or maybe it yeah, would just so be. I'll tell you what they just said to me. It's a fear of being wrong and fucking someone up. Yes. 
That's absolutely that right. That sounds exactly like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, here's the, here's the challenge with this. And I'll just, you know, I mean, because obviously I don't think we planned on signing up for a, a, a coach session. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> no. But, but I, I just, you know, I... You, when I can't help but say, like listening to just a bit of the story and hearing some of your examples, you've got beautiful gifts. And the well, challenge is with the fear that we just stated is the opposite can happen too, where you are getting these messages and you're not sharing them. And then you, then, and only then are you actually at fault, hmm. right? Then yeah. now you have to deal with the guilt. Now you have to deal with, you know, that personal knowing and potentially not being able to. So if you are being given these insights, these knock, you know, these nods to something, these pokes or whatever. And I, and I know it's hard and it's so hard. And so many of us and I, you know, I, I, I coach and I mentor folks that are embracing these gifts. And I've had many people cry sitting across from me. Right. It's mm -hmm. not always the easiest thing to do, but you've been given beautiful gifts and you have, are being given messages or things that other people aren't seeing. And my guess is it's not like a random stranger. These are people that you care about. You're getting these mm -hmm. messages from. Awesome. So you are literally being given, you know, you've been given this gift. You've been given these messages to, to help to provide something to others where they can't provide for themselves. And I, I would just, you know, I, I don't believe in coincidences. I, I, I do believe in synchronicities, but there is something that is going to be coming to you that you're going to hesitate to speak up on. And I'm going to tell you right here and now to try whatever you can to not hesitate. Okay. I will definitely take that as a, as something kind of an action item. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I appreciate that. And I, and I think that leans really well into kind of some of the things that we wanted to, to talk about. Um, you know, I know you, you offer a psychic medium mentorship. Um, and I know that you're, you're kind of touching on that a little bit. Can you explain that a little bit for our audience? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll sit down. Folks can, can sit down with me one-on-one -on -one at any time. They can actually buy time with me. And so there are some folks that they'll just do that. They, they're curious about their own gifts and they want a session, right? They want to find out, they want to explore, they want to understand what they are. And I even do it um, when I do it fairs, I've started to offer the, the psychic ability analysis too, outside of just my readings, which is surprised me how many folks are interested. So you can always yeah. sit down uh, and do that. And at that particular point, depending upon why someone is sitting with me, we may just be exploring what their gifts are. We may also be exploring things that are happening to them. So I find um, a lot of people have sat with me and will describe very curious scenarios, right? Situations. It could be dreams that are happening. Um, it could be, you know, a level of synchronicities that they just can't explain. Even the example, like the, the like little example of like, realizing I had this compulsion to tell, you know, my, it has to go, right? Like yeah. it could be any reason. And then we'll explore what we need to do. And, you know, when I sit with a one-on-one -on -one session, I literally use my guides to help us navigate where we need to go. Right. right? Uh, I found that wasn't enough. Hmm. I found that really was not enough. I had people coming back over and over again. Um, hmm. And, which, which is great and fine, but I also found that it wasn't just these psychic abilities that people, they were actually 
they wanted to leverage and understand how to use these psychic abilities to bring about some healing for themselves to better understand how their like magic showed up in their life. And so um, just over a year ago, I gave birth to uh, Illuminate and uh, okay. Illuminate is the unschool of witchcraft. And that is a uh, 12, well, it's a nine month long program, um, but it, I, it, it actually extends for 12 months. The, the teaching part is for uh, nine months. And um, we have, I mean, I, I really adore it. Um, I look at witchcraft as having three kind of tracks and the psychic abilities is one of them, right? So psychic abilities, divination, being able to understand things that we just wouldn't otherwise know. Right. Uh, the other one is 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 truly the magic, the alchemy, the being able to bring about changes through intention and energy. And then the third is the healing. And healing can be energy healing. It can be things through herbs and medicines and things of that nature. Um, and so we touch on all three of those tracks every single month. There are workshops every month on healing, magic, and the psychic abilities. And I I personally believe this is just, this is my philosophy is why I call it an unschool because I'm not a big fan of just having people read things or watch things. Mm-hmm. We're right. literally doing. Yeah. You learn so better by doing. Single, yeah. Every yeah. single one of the workshops is a literal jump in and do um, hands-on interactive practicing, engaging. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I adore it. I am, in awe all the time watching these like natural gifts and, and these transformation and these changes happening with people. Right. Um, and uh, I think I mentioned there's one of the, my, as a psychotherapist, and this is mm-hmm. like one of the things I'm really, really excited about. She's right now in the middle of step. She's, she, and we've been working together for a year. She's finally at the point she feels comforter, comfortable and confident enough to literally start to market herself as like more of a life coach that leverages and uses all of this intuition, the psychic abilities, the healing modalities she's learned and her psychotherapy background. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the driving uh, piece. Yeah. Hmm. So really excited. That's cool. Yeah. What's interesting about that is, um, you know, psychotherapy, you almost have to have that same symbiote relationship with someone so mm-hmm. it, I guess it really doesn't surprise me that somebody who has that, that capability, whether it was given through them through schooling or anywhere else, also shares that same ability in a psychic, uh, I guess, capacity, because to me, they almost seem married, you know, that there's something about that, that, that ability to serve and, and being that, to I heal. Guess, yeah, like mm-hmm. healing that sounding board, something that can take a, somebody who is not not well and needs help and nurture them. That just seems like a very motherly and very mm-hmm. comforting thing to do, both not just in a psychoanalytical way, but also, you know, what you were talking about too. You know, the thing that I love about it so much really is I, I personally believe, and I've, you know, I'm not a formally trained in psychology or sociology, but as like a weird, strange enjoyment. I've done a lot of study, research, journals, all that kind. And I always think about the psychotherapy and sociology uh, and the things within that space as helping you better understand just human, yeah. like the human nature, mm-hmm. right? Right. And how, and, and how like 
humanness is perceived, right? Yes. I don't know that it, it is always the best at being able to bring about the healing, but it allows you this sense of knowing mm-hmm. when once you know, it's often there that the space of that healing actually can begin. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's a, a, a beautiful, I, I, and I agree with that. It's a, I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised. And I've actually contemplated every now and again going, hmm, maybe I should go find a bunch of other therapists that are interested yeah. in career change. <laughs> For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you mentioned a term and I, and Nicole and I know what they are, but uh, some of my audience wouldn't, may not our audience rather, um, divination and divination tools. Can you kind of explain for our audience who may not know what that is, kind of what that means? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a great question. So when we think of psychic abilities, psychic abilities themselves is like our ability to grasp information, uh, through means that just, you know, aren't through our normal senses. Mm -hmm. Um, divination is gathering like literally, right. Asking, like divining something, trying to find something, some answer, some information, you know, from the universe, from spirit, from God, from the divine, from from something outside of ourselves. You're going to divine that information, right? So that's what divination is, is the act of doing that, gathering that information from source. Right. Divination tools aid in that. So one of the most common, popular, probably everybody's aware <laughs> of, uh, it's going to be a tarot card, right? right. Tarot mm-hmm. cards. You did, in your lovely question, did ask about one as well, which was um, another one that has a quite a bad rap, uh, mm-hmm. and rightfully so, in my opinion, which is the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Right? So that's also a divination tool. And so you had asked about what my opinion was on this. Mm-hmm. So I've got a couple. couple of... Um, so... And it's recently, I've even recently had this conversation, I think with my niece about a week and a half ago. Um, number one thing that I don't like about a Ouija board is, is the literal Ouija board was purchased by Parker Brothers, which is an <laughs> entertainment company, and it yes. was produced mm-hmm. as a game. Yes. It is not a game. That's the number one thing, right? Literally, right. Uh, you know, it, it shouldn't be played with. It shouldn't be considered a toy. It shouldn't be on a toy shelf. It shouldn't be in a toy box. Right. Right. I it agree. is a divination tool that should be respected for its ability to connect to the other side of the veil. And at that point, I wouldn't even refer to it as a Ouija board. I'd call it a talking board at that point. Yeah, for sure. And it's, I I guess it's kind of funny because, and, and um, I've said this on many of our shows. And in fact, you've been on a show of a very close friend of ours. uh, We believe to you, but um, Mm -hmm. we've had this conversation many times where I, I have a, I, maybe it's probably because of some of the things that I, I wrestle with, but I have a very difficult time purchasing something at Walmart on clearance that could screw up any my, anybody's <laughs> life, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, um, I've just heard, and I've heard so many different stories. Um, I had a personal personal issue and it was around um around the time that the pandemic had started uh we were probably in the summertime and i think that was the last time that i i think the an ex-partner and i were actually uh, watching ghost adventures and i got a bug up my ass i said you know what i want to buy an antique ouija board so i went and looked on ebay Mm-hmm. And I got this beautiful, it was like $150, solid wood, wood planchet, beautiful oh, cool. board. Wow. Yeah. Came into the house. 
Well, it arrived. I had to head out of town. And so I told him, I said, it's on the shelf. I've not cleansed it. I've not done anything with it. I've not put any protect. Don't touch the damn board. (laughs) (laughs) No. He couldn't listen. He Mm -hmm. thought it was amusing. And he, he believes in this kind of stuff, too. And so shame on him for that one. Um. Yeah, he's talking to me right now because he actually passed away this past spring. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I, I appreciate that. And uh, he's finding this very humorous. I'm telling this story. <laughs> uh, so he proceeds to use it. And um, a longer story short, uh, he became oppressed. Hmm. It was shortly thereafter um, we he started to experience some pretty severe bouts of paranoid schizophrenia. Wow. Um, his mental health deteriorated. Uh, it was a year and a half post that that I, I couldn't take it anymore. And even though we'd been together for five and a half years, I actually had to ask him to leave the house. Mm. And it was a year and a half after that that he overdosed. Oh, oh my gosh. So I don't fuck around with the Ouija board anymore. Yeah. Mind yeah. you, um, that board was taken out and burnt after that. I could not understand. Yeah, I any think reason I would have done the same do thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. first of all, uh, that's awful. I'm so sorry for that. Um, for that loss, it just that just kind of goes more to show why I don't trust that particular divination tool. Yeah, and and how I, I guess acceptably mainstream it's become. That, you know, you can tell little kids playing with it that don't know what they're doing and and joking around. And, and I have, I've never used one. Um, and I've, you know, our audience knows this before because I always bring it up, but you know, my family is from St. Louis where the actual exorcist thing actually happened. So my entire life growing up, we were like, do not ever touch one. You know, it was like a big thing. So I never have. Um, but in college I lived in this house that definitely had multiple spirits in it and, you know, college aged boys, we know their maturity level at that time period decided it was a good idea to bring one in. And I think they used it while I was not there at work or something. Cause I told them do not do anything with that in here. And after they were there with it, they said they didn't all this activity got insane and it was not good. And it was attacking me. Uh-oh. Knowing about it. And I just, I don't want to go there. Yeah. I know it's just typically a tool, but it can be used for really bad things. For sure. Well, the, the, so if you remember me talking about how now every psychic will want to be a medium. And the reason why is because right. it can be dangerous. I mean, that's the thing. I, as a medium, I'm letter. I'm literally, I have so much, I have a tattoo on me for protection mm. to not allow anything to be able to come through. And, you know, I wear jewelry if I walk out of the house. I mean, I have so much protect. This is my tool yeah. when I'm actually doing a mediumship session. So if I'm going to use another tool, and not, I mean, there's no way, right? I right. wouldn't have that same level of protection. I mean, I'm going to maybe not tattoo, but I'm going to bless the board. I'm going to put candles up. I'm going to cast yeah. a circle. I'm going to make sure that only those that I've asked to come forward. I mean, I literally, um, you know, my, my own guides know even from a mediumship, like if a client sits down, they are not allowed to let somebody to come through that's going to hurt me, even if a client paid to talk to them. Right, right. right. 
No, oh, and right? that's and I've told them. I've I've told clients this. Mm-hmm. And that's really I'm glad you said that because that that goes to show that someone who has the experience that you have and the and the gifts that you have has to do that kind of thing mm-hmm. to keep keep safety and how how paramount it is that you know if you run into target you probably don't have that if you don't know what you're doing that yeah that's something i've always been curious with people you know that have your gifts like how do you even go out during the day like in just being around normal humans like do you feel the stuff coming off of them as well, not just maybe anything with, you know, the spiritual world, but just their own hangups, whatever it may be like emanating from them, their energy. I would imagine I've always thought you probably really take a lot of that in if you're not protected. Yeah. So in October of 2019, which was just about six months before the pandemic mm-hmm. and the lockdown, um, I hit a rock bottom and admitted I was an alcoholic. Mm. I have since come to realize that my drinking was a lot of my way of being able to dead and mask myself from all of the overwhelm of being other people, picking up their stuff, dealing with things, dealing with my own drama and, you know, own trauma itself too. But there was a lot of, of it being used to, ha- to allow me to be into social situations. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, Stepping the pandemic was such a blessing for me, both for my own sobriety, right? But also because it allowed me to go and revert back into my home and be with just me and my partner at that time and start to really understand and and get to become very familiar with how just my energy operated. Right. Um, And so, yeah, uh, you know, it can be. When I leave the house, there is jewelry on. Um, I joke that uh, I could go weeks without leaving the house and be perfectly content with it, too. Mm -hmm, I have no issue with it. Um, You know, I can connect and, you know, do all that kind of stuff digitally and virtually. Um, I can, you know, I work a corporate job. They actually have us coming in one day a week. Next year, they move us to three days a week. I am nervous about it. Mm -hmm, The one day into the office um, does overwhelm me. I'll come home and depending upon how the day went, Um, you know, do you have to register because it's interesting as a, you know, yes, as a psychic, I do have clairsentience. I I have identified as an empath most of my life. And the challenge is, is sometimes you'll get home or whatever, and you, you won't even realize you're in a shitty mood Mm -hmm. until you're like, well into that shitty mood. And then you'll like, I'll stop and I'll go, I had a great day. Like what, right. What is this? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what is this? And just realize that there had to have been someone. This is the challenge. Someone in the office masking. Yeah. 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 Right. Masking, pretending like they were having a great day. And lo and behold, I picked up and walked away. No, it it, it can be a lot. And uh, the other thing, too, that's challenging is and I don't know that all psychics have are active in this. They probably can all. But I can write, meet, read minds, too. Yeah, hmm. and so like try navigating the world, hearing. Other oh, people's I can't thoughts. imagine. Um, as a child, it got me in a lot of trouble. Oh, I'm sure. I didn't know I was doing it. I would say things I shouldn't say. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would piss off a lot of friends. My friends mm-hmm. all, call, you know, I was known as like a know-it-all in a lot of cases. But you know, yeah. um, I had no clue. Yeah, hmm. well, I can kind of identify a little bit with you. I'm, I'm. I think I've just realized this within like the last year because we've learned so much from just doing this show and people Mm -hmm. that we've talked to that I'm somewhat of an empath as well. Now I'm not, I can't do all that, but 
I don't like big crowds. I can only stand it for so long. And then I start getting really irritated. Mm -hmm. um, I've noticed when I'm around people with negative thoughts or something like that, I feel so drained, like I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, reading about all this stuff and, and learning about things, I'm like, I've, I've got to be, that's what it is. And so I've been <laughs> very um, aware of where I go, how long I'm there, about people that I'm around and trying to stay, you know, positive, like make sure I'm positive to try to ward off some of that stuff. So I can, I can't imagine what it's like for you to go through every day around other people. You know, I, I've been doing it since I was a child, mm -hmm. right? So it's not like I got sober, stepped into these gifts and all of a sudden, right? Like I've been trying to navigate this space throughout, you know, much of my life. I've had to do a lot of my own work, right? I mean, a lot of my own, like really intense, deep work. Mm -hmm. I've come to realize too, like you talk about watching where you're at, like mm -hmm. you have to be very conscious too of who you surround yourself with. Yes, yeah, right? for sure. And so, you know, we sometimes subconsciously can keep folks around us that just keep us in like low negative mm -hmm. energy and we don't even realize it. Right. Yep. Right. right. And so mm -hmm. you know, boundaries are really important. Um, saying no is really important. I remember when I started to say no to doing things, you know, a pandemic helped, but being yeah. sober, yes. that mm -hmm. was another thing. Like, literally like, no, I, I'm not comfortable. There's alcohol. Like, right. no, I can't stay mm -hmm. past eight o'clock because everyone gets shit faced. Yep. Yeah. Right? Like all of these things um, started to really help my ability to like navigate life and not be overwhelmed with it. Because I don't sh just share this with you, Nicole, like you can try to keep that positive outlook, but like mm -hmm. you can't, you can't out positive. Right. Someone that's real. That's for sure. You know, it's just, it's too, like they are, if somebody is literally a soul sucker, right? Literally mm -hmm. just an energy vampire, yeah. right? Your positivity, they'll just snatch it right up. Crush it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah no. We've, first of all, celebrate your sobriety. Congratulations. Yes. That's, that's Thank awesome. You. It's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. But I think all of us definitely can, can admit there are soul suckers out there. Oh yeah. And they're definitely in our orbit because- I mean, man alive, especially when you're around something like that. And if you have any, and I agree with you, by the way, in that I believe everybody has a level of, of intuition. I yes. think it was something that we were given. Mm -hmm. I think it's something that if we don't utilize, it lays dormant. I think it probably helped many, many, many ancestors many years ago navigate the world and mm -hmm. be able to to survive to be able to give us get us to this particular point in time and i think it's just gone away because it's somehow tucked away hush hushed we shouldn't talk about it but woo 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 um and i think it, it it does not deserve the connotation that it gets no so um but yeah i i definitely know that um that i definitely sense that too and i, and I don't feel it as much as nicole but a lot of that also comes, uh, I'm prior military and I can put, um, I can snap in an asshole in a heartbeat and, and I don't care. And it's not, I guess yeah. it's not that I don't care, but I, I can it's, containerize for a while. Um, yeah, that's a drill. That's a, that's like mm -hmm. drilled into you. Right. Oh yeah. It might, my, my, the partner that passed is ex military too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same thing. Very sensitive, but if he needed to shut yep. and compart, like, I, I, it was spooky sometimes. It, it is spooky. Now, he's yeah. gotten better over the years since he's been yeah. been out. Gotten older. But, 
in times of high stress is when you see it the most. He can just flip like that and be like, and but then it all builds up. Yeah. And then when the event is over and he has decompresses, then it just like, yeah. you know, it can get bad. But it's got to come out somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing that not just feeling the energies, but I tend to always put myself in the person's place. Like if they're upset or, you know, like whatever the situation may be, I like take on their worries and their their problems and and I feel them myself. And I, I know I can't, I'm not supposed to do that. It's really hard to like shut that off, especially mm-hmm. if it's someone that you care about. Like my family, uh, I always put myself in their position. Like how would I feel in this? Situation? And I go overboard on trying to help them. Yeah. That is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Many <laughs> of us empaths fall into the people pleasing. Yeah. Right? Because and it makes sense. You feel their emotion Mm -hmm. Right. In reality, that is uncomfortable for you. Mm -hmm. Why would you not want to take your discomfort away? Right. Right. Like it's just, yeah, it's just a very natural thing. Like, of course I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to be uncomfortable. I'm going to help them Mm -hmm. so that I'm no longer uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, and and so uh, just a thing that I've done really simply put, when I feel that way, I pray. Yeah. I pray for them. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, and it, this is it's a hard, hard, hard lesson. So hard. Like I said, I used to get myself in a lot of trouble when I'm younger and I'm 44, anywhere between the age of like, I don't know, eight years old to about 28 years old. I, I, I had I suffered very much from like feeling these feelings of other people and wanting it to go away. Mm-hmm. Drinking was one of the ways that I did it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, the reality is one of the things that I learned when I wasn't drinking was, and this is, this is like in my twenties when I learned this whole mind reading thing. Cause not only did I feel I could ask what was bothering them and I'd get the whole story in my head. Wow. Right. Wow. And so talk about being able to help and I know everything. You right. Even talk to me. <laughs> and I, I can, I am superwoman and I'm going to save your day. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Well, the reality is, is like, if somebody hasn't asked for your help, yeah. Then uh, they, a they're they they might not be in the place to be able to receive it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. But the second piece is they they may not be as good at emotionally regulating. So maybe they just need some time. Mm-hmm. Maybe they need a day. Right. Yeah. Maybe they just need a day to figure out how things are and they'll bring themselves back. But because we get in this uncomfortable place and don't like the way that their feelings or make us feel, mm-hmm. we start to go ahead and try to jump to solve it. So that's why I automatically start turning to prayer. I pray for them. You know, I hope that they find the peace and the comfort that they need. I hope that if they need help, that they find the confidence to encourage to ask for the help. Yeah, because it is a very, very exhausting world. Mm-hmm. As an empath, yeah, is constantly trying to. That's why I'm not tired all the time. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I have to sleep more than most people that she I does. know. I have to get like over at least nine hours. Yeah, every night, or I'm just devastatingly tired. Yeah. It's weird. You might benefit from some, um, like either black obsidian or black onyx jewelry. Okay. That's able to actually pull and absorb. I typically wear, um, I actually, it's a bummer. I lost one of my earrings, which is very curious why I lost it. Oh, I've got new ones that don't come, but um, I usually wear black obsidian on my ears to make sure that Mm -hmm. nothing can come in through psychic attacks when I'm out. Oh, okay. Like evil eye 
evil eye shit. Like people just look at me and they don't like yeah. my pink hair. And, right. right. And think bad things. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and I also wear, I've got uh, two bracelets that alternate to be able to protect my heart. Mm. Okay. Right. Yeah. And so typically where attacks happen is psychically, mm-hmm. right? So they'll mess with your mind. Um, and then your heart, they'll actually try to pull because if somebody can actually connect to your heart center, that's the energy vampires. They're able to pull, mm. pull, 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 pull. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting. So, um, mm-hmm. Like at the core. Yeah. Basically. Yep. I tend to mm. find that when I, when I have these, I, I guess when I have these feelings, when I get this sense, mine pulls from the gut for some reason. I don't know what that is, but I feel like it's almost like a. I mean, almost like a nauseated feeling sometimes, um, and it's really strong. And maybe that, I don't know, maybe my brain's in my gut. I don't know. But, <laughs> but, no, uh, no, no, no. So um, our, when we have strong, clear sentience, when we, that's how we're picking up the message, our body will give us the answer, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so this is where some of the ways people's clairsentience will show up is like tingles, goosebumps, fuzziness. Uh, the people will talk about fuzziness on their head. Mm-hmm. They'll get mm-hmm. tingles and fuzziness on their head. They may get it in their arms. But the other one, so I've got um, one of my clients actually gets, feels like they have to burp yeah. when, when, they, when they're not speaking up. That's interesting. It shows up in their belly as they as though they want to burp, and that's they've come to realize that is their sign that they're not saying what they need to be saying. Well, shit, that got me. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a lot of GERD issues. Yeah, I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I sure mm-hmm. do. What about like dizziness? Does that typically is that one of them? Is it like getting dizzy at a particular? Yeah, like point if, you, if you're in a in a let, let, let's just say like you go to a, a haunted place. And feeling dizzy because that that happens to him a lot when we walk into some place that is a known place to have spirits. Yeah, he'll get dizzy and um, feel like, "What do you? What's the way you describe it? A fun house? Yeah, I, I think get the you fun said house that before. Really bad. So when I ask about that, that is literally it stepping into your auric field, right, hmm. and stepping out of it, right, mm-hmm. stepping into it and stepping out of it. So you are feeling it. So if you think about, it, if you've ever looked at the picture of an aura, like our body actually has our physical body. Um, there is like a, a spiritual body that exists. Then there is the auric field that, ex- and it's like, it can go up as far as like eight feet outside of us. Wow. Wow. And so like something could be hanging out on the, almost the other side of a room and you pick up on it. Mm. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. You pick up on it. And so if it's moving around, if it happens to be trying to avoid you too, that could be that fun house feeling is every time you step into its field, it tries to move out and then you step oh. into it again and hmm. There you go. That's interesting. interesting. It is interesting. Because I do get that. She's right. She gets that a lot. Yeah. Whenever we know. Yeah. Well, kind of, I guess, kind of building on that, um, you know, I I know we talk about divination and a lot of different things, you know, for psychic abilities. Do you, first of all, do you have a a paranormal experience that you, that you'd like to share that's something that you kind of, that kind of stands out for you? and, And how does that play in with your with your abilities and how do you, my gosh, how do you walk into something that's well known to be quote unquote, you know, haunted, you know? So I'll put this call out. You're you're right. (laughs) I've been on a couple of paranormal pot. I have not actually done an investigation. Okay. Um, Not in a small group. So I've done public, right. Groups Mm -hmm. of 25, 30 in places. I can't pick up anything mostly because I, there's so much other energy in the space. Right. Right. I'm like, 
Um, mm-hmm. So I haven't been able to. So I'll put a call. Anybody ever wants to reach out, please feel free. <laughs> yes. I am happy to explore it. I literally told my niece uh, jokingly upstairs, I was like, maybe we just need to, literally earlier this afternoon. I was like, maybe we just need to do our own. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I don't have any going into a space exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like to describe um, probably two of the weirdest ones that have happened to me have actually been driving. Hmm. Interesting. So I was um, last summer, uh, and this was probably the first like long trip that I'd taken even um, in a, in a while. And uh, the gentleman that I'm dating, him and I were heading over to the East Coast for vacation for a week, and we were driving through Pennsylvania, and I'm driving, and it's dusk, and so like the sky is that like you know, um, kind of muted gray. You can't see the sun. Mm-hmm. In Pennsylvania, there's mountains too. So it's behind the mountain. So it's still light. And all of a sudden I'm driving, he's dozing off. It's like probably eight thirty, nine o'clock. Mm. And all of a sudden I watch all of these battlefields just show up in front of me. Wow. And I was like, you know, and he's sleeping and, I, and I'm just like, driving and i'm going like i don't really know what so we like get to the motel that we're staying at for the night and i was like i gotta tell you this and he goes that's weird i said yeah this has never happened before i i'm never like most of the time for me to see spirit i have to ask for it okay so that's they don't just like this just appearing was just weird really strange and so the next morning um we just we've got like an hour and a half before we get to get back on the road and we end up at this little antique shop and uh, needless to say, the woman told me, she's like, I'm glad you asked me because not everybody else would have been as kind on, mm. on this question. But mm-hmm. I, because I told her, I said, I'm a medium. I said, what is this? I said, what has happened? And so I guess that particular area, um, was it the French and Indian war? Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. You also had this, there was also like some of the other wars, like very much so. So I was like, wow, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. So that was really strange. Um, the same trip, we're in Rhode Island and driving up this little road to go meet a friend of mine. Uh, we we're you know meeting him for lunch and same kind of experience. But now I'm watching the whole land. I, I basically hear what sounds like a tornado and I watch the whole land just completely leveled. Oh my gosh. Completely leveled. So we get to the friend's house and I tell him... And um, he, he says, the la- whatever the area was that we drove through back in, I forget what year it was, had the most devastating hurricane come through that it literally leveled like three solid miles Jeez. of wow. land. And so I was like, oh, he goes, yeah, we, they, they, did, they don't in that particular area have these hurricanes touch down, like hit landfall. They just mm-hmm. don't in this particular part. And so that was a really um, strange one. So. I'm excited, you know, I've got it on my kind of list of things to accomplish next year, of, of whether it's me or joining a team and, and doing that, mm-hmm. um, to really be able to experience what it's like. I will tell you, though, watching Ghost Adventures, <laughs> and there, I, I have wa- looked and I'm like, there are places I would not go into. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there are I, definitely places I would not. I went on a trip one time for work and... Uh, I had about maybe three, four hours that I could literally make it to Gettysburg. So I could see it's always been a bucket list thing, being prior military and stuff, and I love history. So I said to her, hey, I'm, I'm going to be offline for a while because I got to go to Gettysburg. 
I just feel like I have to go. So I go to Gettysburg and literally the second my feet hit the ground, I am ill. I could, I, I had to go through the whole thing. I went as fast as I could, but I wanted to ex- at least experience it. Cause I didn't know if I'd ever get back there, but I, that was one of the, I don't know if I could go back. It was so hard for me to walk around there. I felt physically ill. I couldn't really yeah. focus. It was just, it was one of those, when I got back to the hotel room, I was done. I could not, yeah. I couldn't even keep my eyes open. My, uh, my actual partner now wants to go visit Gettysburg. So thanks for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Second guess it. You want to know a place that hit me, um, a number of years ago, the partner that, that had passed away, he was also in the military. So he, you know, he appreciated some war and things yeah. like that. We mm-hmm. were down, we spent 30 days, a month down in New Orleans and they have the world war two museum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That tore me up. Yeah. I bet. By the time mm-hmm. we got out of it, I told him, I said, I can never do that again. Mm-hmm. I said that was between the emotion of the like literal materials they had in there yeah. plus the people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, I was devastated. Yeah. Devastated. Hmm. Yeah. That was that was really intense. You know, I had an experience when I was a kid. We went, we were <laughs> I think we sold candy bars or something during the school year. Yeah. And it was after my seventh grade. It was my seventh grade summer. And we took a trip up to DC. And you know, we were there for I don't know, like four or five days. So we we're like running to see everything basically. But I remember when we got to the Vietnam wall, everybody, like all the kids, you know, all the kids, the boys, especially that had been acting up the whole trip. Everybody got dead silent. Mm -hmm. And my mom actually had a friend that, that passed away from high school. Um, And so she wanted me to find his name because you can do the rubbing and everything. So I went, you know, to the little kiosk and got and and did the rubbing, but I felt sick the entire time I was there Mm -hmm. at the wall, just seeing the names. I just attributed to like, Look how many people died, you know, but everybody was dead quiet. Nobody said a word on the bus all the way back to the hotel. It was, it was a weird, like eerie yeah. feeling. Yeah. So yeah. like maybe like military stuff you might want to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, there are certain places I might, we've got a fort here that I've been in here in, around Michigan, but it, it's uh, not known for actual battle. So that oh, means, uh, okay. They shipped out out of this fort. So okay. Actually, had a lot of sickness. Oh, yeah. So they, yeah. Are, they yeah. do have haunting because of sickness, but not from like that, that particular. For effect. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I trust my guides. Um, and you know, if I ask them, should I go? Should I not? They'll let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's good to have. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely listen to them on Gettysburg. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but uh, you know, listen. You know, kind of in closing. Um, well, you I know, got one more question. Oh, you got one. Hey. So this was brought up very briefly, but I am so curious about. You said the alien, reaching out to the aliens. Have oh, okay. you spoken with one? Have you seen oh, yeah. one? Yes. Well, yep. Please mm-hmm. tell us your experience because I'm so. all the time. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're really? more prevalent than ghosts. Oh, God. Uh, I'll tell you the, mm-hmm. the instance the first time, and they, 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 they love it. They, they find it very humorous that they make me uncomfortable. Uh, they're the only thing. Ghosts don't. Aliens. The mo- Oh, God. Yeah. I had, so I, I often will, um, I'll do these lower cost events where I'll sell a seat just for five bucks and you can pop on a Zoom and ask me a question. Mm-hmm. And so this client, you know, this guy shows up, never seen him before. And he, first thing he's like, you're going to think I'm crazy. 
And mm-hmm. I'm like, I love crazy. So bring it on, buddy. <laughs> and um, he proceeds to tell me, he goes, I, I think I have an alien attached to me. Okay. And all of a sudden, here I see him waving at me. Wow. Oh, my god. And I'm like, I'm like <laughs> oh, my God. And, and I was just like, I can't even believe he sh-. And And they did. This alien literally waved, just thought it was hilarious um to to wave at me and um yeah so had didn't seen any for a while but i have a happen to have some friends that are very interested in it and so they now they've just been they show up very often for me so hmm. somehow or another the alien conversation will like synchronicity like just shows up people will mention it mm-hmm. stumble across anything of that nature i know i brought it up but it's been uh because i do i do see them um hmm. and they will literally uh, the way that they have shown up, I'll, the other instance was I was at a psychic fair. We ended for the night and there was three of us back at the hotel room having, you know, sitting in the room, having dinner. And my friend, we're just, we're all, you know, in this spiritual weird stuff. And mm-hmm. she's talking about this book. And then all of a sudden she goes, yeah. And I decided that I wanted them to start like talking to me and hanging out with me. And all of a sudden, both of two of them pop up next to her. And I'm like, really like, really you had to say this right here and now and, and they find it very amusing so they're they're everywhere i will tell you this they are not malicious yeah they're actually here to help humanity um some of the examples that i've been shown is they are actually us from the future that yep. are just hollow like kind of astrally projected back into that's this interesting because that's one big theory yeah 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 and we just recently talked to an author he's a belongs to mufon and everything but he wrote several books he interviews people that have been contacted and it was just, it really blew my mind when I read the book. And then after we spoke to him, I mean, and all the accounts were, you know, nice, mm-hmm. like caring, like here to help us and try to, oh, yeah. and a lot of them are healing. And I haven't read, I mean, he's got oh, what, like 30 books. Yeah, 30 um, Preston yeah. Dennett is his name. Um, so I've ordered a couple more to start reading because I'm just, and most people are just fascinated by it, but this is like the main topic we've learned so much on in the last what nine months that we've been doing this and it is just absolutely fascinating and they're supposed to be like so that's my question to you do you see them as like grays or how do they look to you or how do they appear to you it's often the question that i asked they Mm -hmm. appear however the human believes they appear okay Hmm. okay so what so we already have in our mind of what they look like yeah. is, okay. Yeah, they, yes, yes. So like, so if you think about this from a logical perspective, if like, for example, if they are astrally projecting, they don't care how they physically show up. Right. They're going to sure. show up, right, in, in, in whatever way, shape, or form. So yeah, they, um, I've seen them green. I've seen them look like Slimer. I've seen them look like Grays, mm. right? That's um, cool, Slimer. Yeah. Keep, <laughs> now keep in mind, I'm also, most of these I'm seeing in an ethereal, in an etheric space, sure. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I'm, you know, most of them I've seen in an etheric space. I've never, and I'm not even, I'm not even going to say that out loud. Sorry, I can't even do it because <laughs> I don't even want to know. I don't yeah. want to know that. <laughs> I'm not, not going to ask that one. Yeah. Just, no. I'm not ready to accept that I might have aliens hanging out with me. I yeah. do think my kitty cats are aliens, though. I, I know there are oftentimes I think our dogs are aliens. That's for sure. Yeah. Why? Uh, just because yeah. how well they, they can read us. It's crazy. It's just, a, it's an interesting relationship mm-hmm. between, anyway, this is way jumping off, but, um, you know, with dogs and, and uh, certain animals, their ability to just kind of 
have that almost instinctive uh, knowledge yeah, instinctive of how knowledge. you're feeling. And, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were an alien species and you wanted to come look over the humans and make sure that they were okay, what better way than in a domesticated animal? For sure. Yeah. No question that's, about it. I mean, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. very true. I'm, yeah. Well, um, on that. <laughs> yeah, I know I went w- kind of way off topic, no, but I was good. just so curious because you just mentioned it. Yeah. And I was like, I got to come back. No, I'm glad that. you did because that was that's awesome. I'm glad we got to, to talk about that. That's the first time I've ever heard that. From, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, you know, like I said, we're just kind of getting to wrap it up. Um, you know, we, we we know that you you provide services and, and there are things that you do. Um, you know, as far as psychic abilities and, and, and mentoring. So if you could, um, you know, at the end, kind of get a chance to talk about what you do and some things that you'd like to, to bring up. Um, well, hopefully if everybody's already been listening, they've heard some of the other stuff. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I do work one-on-one. I do have program work as well. So group work, workshops and things of that nature. Um, I always like to tell people um, two things. Number one, uh, if you dig, reach out to me and email me. That's like the number one thing. Start a conversation with me. I, I read all of my own email, sunshine at sunshinereadings.com. Um, and we'll respond. So if you got a question, comment, your, you know, anything that we talked about today, please feel free. Don't hesitate. Reach out. Um, you can also connect to me on Facebook or Instagram, uh, Sunshine Readings, both. So I think it's Sunshine Readings online on Facebook and Sunshine underscore readings on Instagram. Uh, but there's also a website. So sunshinereadings.com. You can take a look at anything that we're offering. And depending upon when this posts, I don't know what might be on the homepage, <laughs> right? but we'll have some kind of amazing offer up there. Um, but yeah, I, I love to connect with folks, even if it's just to say hi and that you liked um, what I shared today, please feel free to reach out. Awesome. Okay, great. Well, again, thank you so much for making yeah. time for us. We had a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully maybe someday we'll run it back, do it again and talk about yeah. anything you want. So yeah. <laughs> but, I dig it anytime. Uh, I enjoyed it so much. So thanks for having me here. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right. We'll go ahead and sign off and you, you have a good night. Well, that was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it's first of all, again, thank you, Sunshine, for coming yes, on. Absolutely. It was great. Um, I think that's a great. It's a great interview to have with someone who who can explain all these things and yeah. break it down, and mm-hmm. um, also that that understands that there's there's people that are that have that skepticism and and that you know they may not necessarily buy into everything, but you know, mm-hmm. I think all of us have that at least some sense of man, I, almost that intuition and these things that, mm-hmm. that often come up and, um, you know, maybe that is like, like sunshine was talking about, maybe that's, that's part of that gift, you know? And, um, but again, uh, you know, whatever you believe that that's great, you know, and, and definitely with our audience, you guys know, we just kind of bring you things and you kind of, kind of come up with your own, your own opinion on things. But wh- how do you feel about that? I mean, yeah, I, some of it I'd heard before, I'm about having to protect themselves mm-hmm. and you know the alien thing was yeah, definitely a new thing <laughs> i'm awesome. sure you could yeah, see the surprise wild. yeah um but honestly not as shocking as it probably would have been even a year ago to me For after sure. you know hearing and learning all the things that we have um you always got to keep an open mind and a lot of the stuff that she was talking about actually resonated with me yeah I've done a lot of growth in the last year, you know, and I think, I think most people as they're, they're aging tend to 
think about where we've come from and, and what happens to us when we die, which is, I think, what the draw is for the paranormal. For sure. Like, what, what you know, could we come back as a ghost or where are we going? I mean, with religion and, and paranormal, I mean, they're tied together. Yeah. Because everybody wants to know what happens to us, that we won't be lost forever and that it's just not over, you know, when yeah. we close our eyes. Um, and I think, I think, you know, these gifts are a blessing. Mm -hmm. And if they have the ability to help someone, um, you know, I think we've all lost someone that was important to us. And maybe you haven't yet. When that does happen, it, it can completely rock your world. Sure. It makes you more open to things than you ever thought before. I mean, especially if, you know, you get a visit from that person or whatever it may be, or you, you need to have some closure with that mediums can help you do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And I think, you know, like she was saying, it's not just about like, like a circus trick. Right. It's, it's more like therapy. Yeah. You know, that's a great way to put it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like people need, need that closure. And, you know, I think we forget as humans, I mean, our lives now are, you know, there's computers and there's cars and buildings and we all go to work and we've lost that connection. Mm hmm as human beings to, to the earth and in, in our world. And I think, you know, our ancestors, like you said before, and she kind of mentioned it, we were, we were tied to the, the nature and the plants and the animals and, and our world around us, the, the night sky, you know, and the Druids, the, the pagans, all the people, you know, all the um, tribal people across the world had these types of abilities they yeah. had the intuition they had that way to just know things absolutely and i think we've not necessarily lost it i just think it is being ignored and replaced with stress and work and video games and all all the above that distract us guilty you know but what happens is when you are forced to be quiet yeah what happens? You start thinking about these things, they right? Sure do. Yeah. Most of the time, or people have some kind of an experience, like she said, that mm -hmm. kind of rocks their world. Then they start questioning things and they want to know this and they start, you know, and I think, you know, a lot of people that don't have um, experiences have just decided in their mind, this doesn't exist. Yeah. This doesn't happen. Yeah, that's true. And I think it's because they shut that part of their brain off to allow things to happen to them. Oh, ghosts aren't real. So they're never going to have an experience with it. Right. If they feel that way, they'll always have an explanation as to why it's not. Yeah. But if you can open that up that in your brain, like, oh, this is possible. Then you might have an experience. Yeah. And I'm not likely. saying it has to be a ghost. I'm just no. saying anything. And, and those of us that have had those experiences, especially when we're young, which most people have, when, as you're growing, you don't shut that part completely off. You always have a part of it open. Yeah, for sure. I just think that's, you know, that intuition is something everybody has. And that's basically, well you know, what she's offering is to, if you're inclined to do so and you want to grow that ability that... You're not going to become just a psychic, you know? Right, right. She's basically saying that you can tap into your own intuition mm -hmm. and learn how to expand that in order to live your life how you want to live it. For sure. And I think that's important to say. I agree. I mm -hmm. mean, 
that's that's sort of the greatest thing about I guess I guess that's the thing I love the most about doing what we do is that that we're able to tap in all these different things. And, mm-hmm. and I do agree that I think in the beginning, like when you're younger, at least this is in my experience, this may not, it's not one size fits all, but no. you know, in the beginning being, being parent, being into the paranormal meant the scariness, the, the scariness, the, you know, the, the frights, the ghost, the raw, you know, the scare tactics, right. The yeah. scare tactics. And, you know, as, as I've gotten older, unfortunately, um, mm-hmm. I've noticed that, that's not necessarily no longer the, the way I see things, you know, it's, it's understanding the uh, kind of what this show's about is the middle of the road. Yeah. There's, there are probably a million explanations for so many different things that, oh, yeah. that people say, well, that's just, you know, um, you know, and there is, there, there are probably is scientific measurements on a there lot are. of different things. When you get scared, you automatically think something, but right. there can be things that are disproven. Absolutely. But it's yes. just that, that little tiny bit that, that sticks in the back of your head that makes you go, well, yeah, but. Well, you know. it, when you watch these paranormal shows, right, you can't, you're watching what they're doing and you're seeing lights go off and you're saying, oh, they heard this. And most people think, oh, that's bull crap. Right. Yeah. But you're not, you are not there. So you can't feel the feelings they're feeling. Right. And just from our experience, We've been in places, you know, the feeling once you felt it once (laughs) and when you feel it again, you recognize it immediately, whether or not you hear or see anything, you just know because you have the feeling and it, it's instant. Yeah. And that is the intuition she's talking about. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, thanks again for, for sticking through uh, another great show. Um, during the recording, if at any particular point you heard our dogs rustling through their bed and stuff, <laughs> they have been very active. They're excited to talk to Sunshine, too. <laughs> yes, so, <they> were. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, um, listen, thanks again for, for stopping by. Uh, thanks for watching. Yeah, thanks for watching. We've got some really cool stuff coming up. Um, you know, like I said at the top, subscribe so you kind of get notified of, of this stuff coming up. So, um, or, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, follow. So, And if there's a topic you want us to cover or you want to know about, you can email us at info gxparanormal.com. That's us. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you want to come on air and tell your story, mm-hmm. we welcome anyone. So um, just hit us up and we'll make it happen. Just takes an internet connection, a web, a web camera and a microphone and a whole lot of guts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just jump on in we'll we'll make it easy for you and we'll just have a good time mm-hmm. so absolutely all right guys we'll catch you later see you next week music by carl casey at white bad audio check out our youtube at generation x paranormal also check out our facebook generation x paranormal podcast love to have you see you then